Welcome to the Mercedes Wilson Show. My guest today is here to talk about her journey. This show is going to be a powerful one because homosexuality is a topic that touches a lot of people in and out of the church. Let's talk. You're amazing. Welcome to the Mercedes Wilson Show. When I saw a video on social media by Carrie, I immediately contacted her. Homosexuality is a very hot topic in our country and it spurs a lot of debates. This show is all about topics that matter to you. So let's get to it. Hi, Carrie. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Okay, so let's get right yeah. into it. Give us a little bit of who Carrie is. Who is Carrie Cardinelli? Uh, well, I'm a child of God, and I say that because it took me a long time to find my true identity. Uh, so once I lost the old identity, I found it in Him. Um, but I'm a girl. I'm recently married, uh, about five months in. Congratulations. And thank you very much. Yeah, and I'm just a lover of life. I'm a lover of people, and um, I'm a daughter. I'm an aunt of two twins, and hopefully someday I'll be a mom of my own. Oh, that is so awesome. Yeah. That is so awesome. So I want to get right into this because I read your book. Swing, yes. swing wide. Yes. Okay. I couldn't put it down. <laughs> I couldn't put it down. Now, when I saw the video that you did on Facebook where you told a little bit of your testimony, it, it, it caught me. Mm -hmm. It got me. And so when you sent me a copy of your book and I read it, I'm thinking, okay, well, I can skim through and kind of like, didn't happen like that. Didn't, like when I started reading it, I'm like, okay, so I got my blanket. I sat in the bed and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't move because it was really good. So what made you? write this book okay so I started sharing my testimony a few years, years back and the Lord uh, spoke to me and he said um, I'm, I want you to have some tools as you yeah. move forward with this and so the one because I'm also a worship leader uh, and on radio but he said you know I want you to have music so I want you to make a worship album and I want you to also write a book about your story and mm -hmm. so I wrote the book as a tool to help people uh, that not only one are struggling with homosexuality have walked out of it and don't really know how to um, you know come to terms with what they walk through and then also for people that know someone that is in that life that don't really quite understand how to really to approach it or handle it. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's what I got out of it is if you don't know how to approach it, some of the excerpts that I read, like right from the beginning, I'm like someone that has a problem with homosexuality or really struggles with how to grasp how someone can, can choose that lifestyle, right off the bat, you make folks uncomfortable. It's, listen, I love you, and this book is a zero judgment zone. But that goes both ways. I pray that you're able to read my story without judging me for the life that I now choose to live. So let's not judge each other, okay? Right. Like, right from the beginning, you set the tone, I'm here in love. Right. Well, and, you know, I think, well, all of us are created by God. God's, he's a judging God, yeah. right? So yeah. we all have it in us. But my goal is to be as non-judgmental as I can because if I'm judgmental, then I will never have the opportunity to have a conversation yeah. with someone. Yeah. So I have to really be prepared when I walk into a conversation, meet someone for the first time, no matter who it is, it, whether it's about their sexuality, whether it's about their, their race, their, their choice of religion, whatever the case may be, I have learned over the years, I really have to come to terms with respecting yeah. the person Respect that I want to have a conversation with. Right, yeah. right. And 
something else that you put in here is this book will not teach you how to change someone. I don't believe any of us are that powerful. That might be a letdown for somebody that says, well, hey, I need to learn some, you know, some, some skills on how to deal with someone in my life. Right. But, you know, you said, no, 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 no. Don't use my book for that. Right. Well, my book, and I go deep into my book about my past. I try to make it funny. I try to make it lighthearted. I'm very open and mm -hmm. raw because I want people to see I did think at one point I was born that way, and God showed me that I wasn't. And he took me on a journey through counseling and through just really understanding my past to see, oh, I see how these chains sort of link together. Yeah. Um, but that makes sense to me. And it may not be the same story as everyone else, but for me, I saw, wow, I used to tell people, I, I stood my ground. I am born this way, and God's yeah. like, I have a whole new script for you. And yeah. so I had to understand it. So that's why I wrote the book to um, allow people to see that there's more to my story than just the fact that I was a lesbian. Right, right. There is more to it. Oh, there's you tell a, a whole lot of it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get to you and your sister. That's coming up. That's coming up. Um, but something that you wrote that I wholly agree with is it divides families, churches, communities, workforces, and our government. Mm -hmm. Why is this so divisive? Well, I think it's so divisive because uh, when you're talking about sexuality, for some reason, uh, it becomes, especially in the homosexual world, it becomes a blanket. It becomes almost like, in, in my world, it became a, a band-aid. And so nobody was ripping that away from me. And so if anybody came after me or tried to tell me any other truth than what I came to believe, then I would put it, you know, put my wall up, which is no different than anything else right. that we start, right? In right. politics, whatever the case right. may be. Right. It's an emotional thing. It's, uh, it's covering up something in my life. I'm not willing for somebody to rip it away unless I sit down and I can have a conversation. And I believe just we're in a place right now, culturally, it's really hard to have a conversation with someone. It is. No matter what it is, it's no matter hard what. to have a conversation. Right. 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 Can you take us through some of the things that I mean, you talk about a lot in your book because you moved away at one point to right. go to college. Talk a little bit about your life and what you were going through before you, you came back to Christ. So uh, I knew the Lord when I was younger. I actually mm -hmm. found him in a Catholic charismatic service. So I grew up Catholic. I had a lot of questions for the priest. He sent me to this service. Go to the service as a 15-year-old girl. People are speaking in tongues. They're raising their hands. Yeah. I'm like, what is this world? Fell madly in love <laughs> with Jesus. But then I lost it. And I, I stepped away. Um, I ended up getting in a relationship with a boy and then a girl. And I go to college. And the further I moved into the world, the further away I moved away from God. And I didn't believe. I never learned of his mercy and grace. So yeah. I didn't believe that I was forgiven for some of the things that I did. So I just assumed the door was shut. And so it just sort of pushed me into the world. And the more I got into the world, the more I was searching for him. Yeah. I wanted what I wanted yeah. when I was younger. And it led me into different religions, different, you know, I ended up in the occult for about five, six years, loving people, but really just um, a mishmash of beliefs. Yeah. And the whole time knowing, I just want Jesus back. Yeah. How do I get you back? Where are you? And you had that moment in the church that I want to talk about yeah. when we come back. Yeah. So st that was a very powerful moment. Okay. So stay with us. And you stay with us as well. We have more with Carrie. Power965radio.com, the new sound of Buffalo, is a proud supporter of the Mercedes Wilson Show. They have a full lineup of unique programs. Find out more about the station's owner, Sheila Brown, in her new book, 29 Years of Preparation, at Power965radio.com. Hello, I'm Stephanie Krebs from Young Living Essential Oils. Do you realize being healthy is more than just diet and exercise? It's what you apply to your body. What products are in your home and your environment? Don't be overwhelmed. I'm here to help you one step at a time. 
With a company that is based on integrity and passion, Young Living Essential Oils. Call me at 585-708-4020 or my website, myyl.com backslash body sense. Welcome back to the Mercedes Wilson Show. Carrie stayed with me, I so did. I get to ask you more questions, <laughs> right? Let's go, let's do it. <laughs> so right before the break, we talked about the moment where you, in your book that I read that I loved, the moment where you were in the church and you were going through the stages where Jesus, uh, that, that led up to the cross. Can you explain that? Yeah, so uh, if you, were, you weren't raised Catholic, well, in Catholic churches, they have a lot of statues, and uh, uh, the church I grew up with in Lackawanna, Our Lady of Victory Basilica, they have these beautiful life-size statue, statues of the Stations of the Cross. So uh, this is now, you know, after I come back to the Lord, I'm having a rough time at work, and I go to, the, I just go there because it was a home for me mm -hmm. a long time ago, and walked in, I just needed some peace, and I'm sitting in the pew, and I'm like, I need to hear from you, God. I need to yeah. hear from you. I need to hear from you. I need from you. And finally, uh, I got up because I wasn't hearing from him. <laughs> and I, I started walking around and I'm going through the stations and all these statues. And I get to the one of where Jesus fell and, um, and he was being picked up. And I just recognized something in that statue. And I thought, uh, here I am mm. begging for you to speak to me. And I'm like, what can I do for you? What yeah. can I do for you? How can I serve you as my Lord? I am so selfish today, and I've been so selfish. And it was such a beautiful moment for me. I just weeped. It was so quiet in the church, and I just recognized, I'm like, I want to serve you the best that I can. Yeah. I need to remove myself from me and put it back on you. Yeah. What's your relationship like, or what has it been like? What has the transition been like with, with, with friends and family? So I gave my family a really, really hard time. <laughs> I mean, Couldn't tell. I really Couldn't gave tell. them a hard time. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, my poor parents, and they were with me the whole way through. Mm -hmm. And um, same thing, you know, my sister and I battled, battled. I also have a brother, but he came 13 years later. My sister and I battled. I always looked up to my sister, yeah. um, and I don't blame her. You're an older sister. She was like, enough. Yeah, little and, siblings. Uh-uh. Yeah, younger we gotta siblings. We got to go. Mm -hmm. We got to go. Yeah. <laughs> so she kicked me to the curb, but rightfully so. I was annoying. and But I just really, really wanted to just be around her and mm -hmm. absorb everything that she had. So that destroyed a bit of our relationship. But after I came back to the Lord, uh, things started changing for me. Uh, of course, you know, he really started transforming transforming me from the inside out and my relationship with my dad changed my mother my yeah. relationship with my mom went from just this battle all the time to um just seeing each other for pure love as a mother and a daughter yeah. and all those things just sort of wiped away mm -hmm. any pain that i had which was really extra emotional yeah. i learned i had to really rely on truth as a believer moving forward i have to rely on truth and allow the emotions to be wiped away so mm -hmm. our yeah our relationship has been just so beautiful. What do you say to the person who uh, harbors hate toward someone that chooses to live the homosexual lifestyle? Yeah, well, hate is a very strong word, but we use it. And uh, so if somebody's using the word hate, as a believer, the word hate or hateful, I would encourage you to go and, you know, go before the Lord, bring that word, ask him to probably replace that for you. It might be fear, it might be misunderstanding, mm -hmm, it might mm -hmm. be uh, pride. Yep. Uh, but, you know, if I'm operating as a true believer, then I have the Holy Spirit in me, then I should be bearing the fruit of the Spirit. So I should have joy, I should have peace, I should have goodness, I should have gentleness. Yeah. So gentleness, self-control, these are very different than hateful. And so I just encourage people, if someone in your life is living in this lifestyle, that person wants the same thing that you and I want. It's to be fully known and to be fully loved. And when you have that mindset, then you can most likely will see that person a little bit differently. Yeah. 
and remove the word hateful. Yeah, it's not only the church, but it's it's at the forefront in our country. Oh, just yeah. Period. Yeah. Um, well, and again, because I believe people. I mean, it's it's outrageous right now, and I'm just saying that truthfully. But I see it as people are searching to be known for something. People want an identity, and if you don't have an identity in Christ, then you're just flailing out there in the world. It's like it's like a almost like a pig pen. You're just sort of banging yourself against the walls, wondering, well, who am I? So you're pulling these ideas out of thin air and just sort of placing these labels on yourself without really knowing who you truly are. Mm -hmm. uh, why have we avoided it though? Why has the church avoided the topic? This topic? Well, fear. I think fear. I think um, I'm going to say the word disgust. I think that um, homosexuality has always been looked at as very disgusting. It shares talks about in the Bible, mm -hmm. you know, and um, so we look at it as something that is of disgust or, um, you know, it, it's just it's so sinful. But I just say, well, let's break it down and find out why it is so sinful. You know, I mean, you're choosing to love somebody or to give somebody love that happens to be of the same sex, there's a reason why. It could have been from abuse, it could have been from just some type of desire that you wanted from a young age. And so, you know, I just, um, I believe the church has avoided it because of complete lack of understanding and fear. I think even now more so, there's laws that are coming out. There's a lot of fear. Listen, I have fear. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. have fear of this book. The moment, the day that it came out, I thought, Lord, I need you to protect me, and I, yeah. but I also need to trust you and to know I will most likely be up against a few things, and I need you to give me the strength to shut my mouth yeah. and to fight fair. Yeah, yeah. How has that affected how you, or shaped how you serve in ministry now? Uh, how I see it or how my life has changed? Uh, well, both, and then also how you serve in ministry because you're part of Praise and Worship Team. Right, like, yeah. How, do, how has your experience with this affect how you see God, which causes you to, like, how do you serve in ministry? How do you serve differently? Well, now that I know who he is, and yeah. now I know what he has done in my life, there, it's the, the cost of my life, there's no comparison to the cost of his love and what he did for me. And so uh, now, I, actually, it was through the process of me coming to the Lord, it was where I actually learned how to be a worship leader. Yeah. And I remember praying in my car and mm -hmm. the Lord showing me, this is what, I've called you to do, one of the things I've called you to do, uh, he taught me what anointing was right off the bat mm -hmm. and how to remove myself and to lead from him, allow him to be the leader in my voice. And so yeah. ministry for me has become, it's my life and it's, and I'm always challenged I, as we all are to put my best foot forward when it comes to not being so judgmental, yeah. trying to see someone for who they are, what is going on inside being willing to have a, a conversation over coffee or uh, just to see a person as a human being that might be really struggling inside. Yeah, and yeah. so ministry has become more than just singing, even you know, praise and worship yep. um, or serving in you know, a children's ministry. It's become more than that. I know I carry something that is powerful and it's also very controversial and um, it's difficult to talk about. There are a lot of people in church that have struggled or are, and they come very confidentially to me um, just to get it off their chest and yeah. to think, wow, this person has no one to talk to. And I don't blame them, yeah. right? Yeah. Because even as a church, we judge even our brothers and sisters. Girl, this is good. Thank you for sharing <laughs> Yeah, this. You stay with me. Okay. I want to talk to you one more time. Okay. Don't go anywhere. And don't you either. We will be back with more from Carrie. Won't ever let the cold
everybody, this is your girl Mercedes Wilson. You know where from, the Mercedes Wilson Show. And we have a special announcement for you for an event that is coming up. I'm sitting here with my friend Jarrell. Hey, Jarrell. Absolutely. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so you got something fun coming up. So you have the walls coming. So this is the fourth annual uh, benefit concert. This year, the campus kind of granted me to go off of campus. They gave me a little bit of a bigger budget, a lot of a bigger budget, actually. <laughs> um, and so we nailed down the Walls group, and then we also have some local artists. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. Lydia some Marie, um, Ja'Kai Calhoun, Kamara Lattimore, and then we have some new additions that I'm not going to name just yet, but uh, folks will find gonna out. We're going to surprise you. December 5th, 7 p.m., fourth annual Christmas benefit concert. Who's yes. invited, Jarrell? Everyone's invited. Ever since I made my first beat, I knew music was a passion. Along with the beat makers in my company, I get to share my passion. Music is a way to dream, and now I get a chance to make dreams come true. Welcome to Soundmaster Beats. Restore your body, beauty, and soul with Caprisology.com. Providing wellness and ministry services for your church and family with master herbalist, iridologist, and conference speaker Caprice Butts. Are you as healthy as you want to be? Nutritional help is just a click away with online wellness packages and consultations. Or grab your friends and book a wellness workshop for your church group. Plus, get daily inspiration to revive you from the inside out. Restore your body, beauty, and soul with Caprisology.com. Subscribe today for a free wellness guide. True Color Strategy, your CMO for hire, bringing strategic business, brand, and marketing solutions to find your nugget of truth. To learn more, visit www.truecolorstrategy.com. Welcome back to the Mercedes Wilson Show. Carrie, stay with me another segment. Thank I did. you. I'm <laughs> All right, so let's talk about a couple things. Um, your church asked you to share your testimony via video. Yes. Right? Yes. Tell us about that. I was a nervous wreck because no one in the church knew about my past. And so I was a worship leader, one of the main leaders there at the church. And so they asked me to share it. I went in, I started sharing my testimony. After about 20 minutes, the guy on camera was like, I have to change uh, tapes. Mm -hmm. So like, I didn't think it was going to go this long. I'm like, well, how long is this video going to be? He's like, well, like three minutes. I thought, <laughs> you cannot tell my story in three minutes. Who's right. going to vouch for me? Right. Who's going to stand up there and say, she's okay now? You know, I was so nervous. I almost pulled the plug. I didn't. That day I went, I did not participate in choir that day. I sat in the back of the church with a hat on and watched this video unfold. And it was during the service where he was talking about the woman who washed Jesus' feet mm, with perfume, you know, with her oils. Story, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and how she just didn't care anymore. She didn't yeah. care. She just loved him so much. And I saw that day my true testimony. And I realized yeah. this is not my story. This is your story. I have yeah. to let this thing go. And after that, the church was so... It was so well received and um, people started coming out of the woodwork and, you know, I have this person in my life. I don't know what to do. People have been stuck not knowing what to do with mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to families that have disowned family members or their children because of their choice of, of lifestyle? Reown them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I first say that. I would mm -hmm. put that out there because, you know what, the Holy Spirit has a timeline. I believe that because mine was 15 years long. And if... There were people that were trying really hard to change me, and I just, I wasn't having it. I wasn't ready to hear it. I actually couldn't hear it. I couldn't receive the truth. I had a massive veil over my eyes. Mm -hmm. uh, so 
understanding and knowing that someone is on a journey and it's going to take them some time, wouldn't you rather be on the journey with them? I would much rather be the person, I'll say this, as believers, I believe we're strong enough to withstand a conversation that we might not like. Yeah. And so if you have a son or daughter or a family member that you don't like it, if you can only imagine what kind of information you can get from just having a conversation, to hear this person's heart, to hear where they're coming from, for us to be willing to just zip our lip for a little bit, allow this person a place to talk, gain some trust and understanding and have a relationship, that is what I believe yeah. God has called us to yeah. do. We are called to be in relationship yeah. with each other. And that is in so many areas of life. Yeah, absolutely. That's in all areas of life. Yeah. We don't want to hear each other, period. No, we don't. We don't. We're stuck on our own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I want to know. Okay. You are now married. Yes. How did you tell your then fiance or boyfriend? I don't know at what point you told, how did you tell him about your history? Well, uh, first, I was single for 10 years, by the way. After I gave my life to the Lord, all relationships ended. God just shut the door. I was, mm -hmm. I actually thought he was, I was in a bubble. I'm like, it's time to pop the bubble. It's time for this to move on. <laughs> anyway, he finally did at, you know, 40 years old. And uh, so I sat across from Phil at a restaurant after church. And I said, I have to tell you something. And it was the hardest thing. I remember, so I was so nervous and told him the story. And mm -hmm. he just grabbed my hand from across the table and he said, I, I, I love you and that was your life then. And I'm so proud of you for what you're doing and I, I support you and I wanna be your number one fan. And he's just, he's been amazing. And so mm -hmm. I, I saw this beautiful redemption even in yeah. my relationship with Phil where, you know, there was no judgment there. Yeah. He had no judgment for, he could have easily and said, that's weird. I don't want to have any part of it, but yeah. he was, it was very well received. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. What He's is life guy. like now? Because life, you do radio. I am in radio. So I host, I co-host with a good friend of mine, Robbie Rob. Uh -huh. We WD6. love Robbie here. We love yeah. Robbie. Uh, so we co-host a show on Saturdays. I was at WD6 full time, but stepped out for ministry purposes. Um, I'm a you know, lead worship at the chapel. I um, author, I also am a life coach, and um, I am loving domestic life. I never thought I had a domestic <laughs> one in my body. In fact, before I got married, I don't think I ever made my bed. Until that now, funny. I make our bed in the morning and I iron his shirts for him in the morning. And people are like, it's going to end. Trust That's me. So I'm funny. like, I love it. I, That's so funny. We make dinner and I just like being home more. Mm -hmm. I used to, and I still am, uh, running around, get, you, know, uh, you know, always on the go. But now I really, really enjoy being at home, and I feel like we're just sort of nesting and just, I mean, it is, we're entering wintertime, well, but still. And, and it's honeymoon. It is. We are definitely in honeymoon stage. Yeah. But I'm but since we're in our 40s, we're hoping that the honeymoon stage lasts much longer. We're is, past is all the junk. Is that what you think? That's what we think, yeah. Okay, because my husband we're and I have been for. married for five years, and there's times where I'm like, honey, isn't there basketball going on or something? <laughs> like, all right, when he you wants sure to watch the Giants nothing game. nothing else going on outside the house? <laughs> You gotta go. Right. You gotta go. Right. We're not there yet, but we might get there. Yeah. What else? What else? Well, you're an author now. Yeah. So the book is going really well, and um, basically my goal with the book was to be able to go to churches and um, really educate and almost give a, a fresh perspective yeah. on this topic um, to sort of break crack it open a little bit and say you know because just calling it sin, splack, you know, smacking sin on this isn't really. It is sin, but it's not doing the job. And so I think there's more to it, and we just need to crack it open a little bit. So uh, I've been traveling to different churches and leading worship, but also sharing uh, the story, um, but really giving, um, you know, tips and tools on yeah. how to respond as a ministry. Yeah. Yeah. So take one minute and speak to the person that, 
uh, may be struggling or the family member that may be struggling with someone in their life that has chosen this lifestyle, encourage someone today. Well, first of all, I would say to the person that knows someone in their life that is struggling in this, um, I just, I really want to encourage you to sit down with the Lord and, and know that, you know what, unfortunately, your life is taking a bit of a turn and we all go on journeys and how are you going to respond to this? I believe when we're faced with these things, especially something like this, it actually comes back to us as believers. We need to be um, refocused with the Lord, go deeper with him, find nuggets in the Bible that are beyond what you already know and allow God to give you the grace and the mercy for this person in your life and do not cut the cord. Do not cut the cord. Uh, the person that is actually struggling uh, with same-sex attraction, um, you know, you you love the Lord. Keep loving the Lord. You know, uh, you want to know more about the Lord. Go and find out more about the Lord. Ask people questions. Um, there is more to your story than your label, and I want to encourage you with this last thing. If you are a hundred percent positive, fine. Like we'll back off. But if there's like a part of you, even a one percent of you, that is not sure if you're if you're gay. Um, then I ask you to give that to God and allow him to show you who you really are. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You need to get this book. Everybody <laughs> needs to get this book. Swing wide. Thank you. Carrie, where can they find it? Uh, they can go to Amazon. They can go to christianbook.com. Or they, if they want a signed copy for me, you can get it from me at carriecardinelli.com. Yeah. Did you sign mine? Okay, you I did. I sure you did. did. <laughs> we'll be back with the Mercedes moment. Wardrobe for the Mercedes Wilson Show was provided by... Close Mentor in Tonawana, New York. Grade A looks for less. Welcome back to the Mercedes Wilson Show. I love God. I also love that he searches our hearts according to Jeremiah 17 and 10. In the New Living Translation, it states, I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind. I give every man according to his ways, according to the fruits of his deeds. The facts are that we see the outside of a person's situation, not the inside. When I was in the deepest part of the pit in certain areas of my life, it was the person that helped me get back up that mattered in my walk with Christ. What can separate us from Christ's love? You show me something that can, and I can show you where this blood, where his blood makes it a lie. The Bible is very clear that we all have fallen short of the glory of God. Keyword, all. I say all of that to ask, how many of us would have written Carrie off, shunned her, and called her out of her name? How would that have helped her in her walk with Christ? So many times I fell on my knees for forgiveness for things that you may have written me off for. But I thank God for the blood. Wherever you are, Christ loves you and is calling you back. I thank God that Carrie's testimony has reminded us of just that. I want to encourage everyone watching this show to please take a moment and think of an area that Christ's blood has covered you. Extend that same grace to someone else that may be going through a rough time today. Cover someone you know in prayer today. Thank you for allowing me to be in your homes today, and I pray God's blessing over you and all that you hold dear in your hearts. Learn more about this show, fill out forms to be a guest, and give us your show ideas at MercedesEWilson.com. Also, follow me on all of the social media handles at MercedesEWilson, and don't forget to check out all of the shows via YouTube and my podcast. Share this show with someone you love. Thank you for tuning in to the Mercedes Wilson Show, and we will see you next week. You're amazing.